Broadcasting from the Blue Ridge Mountains, right here in the star city of Roanoke, Virginia. Hello, everyone. This is the Jamie Lee Show. I hope you're having a great day today and enjoying all the fall festivities in your town, wherever you may be. Today, we're going to talk about trusting your guts and life's little changes and barriers. You know, they're not impassable. Chances are you've been told to trust your guts more than once in life. It doesn't matter who it came from, advice from a parent, maybe, or advice from a friend. In the end, what matters is whether you trust yourself to actually do it. Trust me. Trust me when I say this. You'll regret the times you don't side with your intuition far more than you will the times you choose to roll the dice on your inner sense of direction. Additionally, if you can't trust yourself, who are you to believe others should ever put their trust in you? If you want to become someone who's relied upon, learn to trust yourself more than anyone. Speaking of risky reliance, can you think of anything that requires you to trust your gut instincts more than military warfare? I mean, on the battlefield, nearly every choice is literal, life or death. For God's sake, your decisions are easy compared with this. Okay, let's meet Lausanne. Apache warrior and medicine woman. Born in 1840, during the American Indian Wars, Luzin was as cunning as she was confident, as astute as she was ardent, and definitely as dreaded as she was dependable. Why? Because she trusted her guts, and subsequently, people trusted her. In fact, many believe she had powers of premonition that aided her like she was a predator hunting prey. Thus, her instincts were enlisted to lead the majority of Apache warfare initiatives. Her foresight, combined with a willingness to get her hands dirty, made her a force to be reckoned with. She saved women from imprisonment, rescued infants from reservations, and once even slaughtered a steer with a knife to avoid giving away her location. She was a savior and a warrior. In 1885, she joined the legendary Geronimo in the final stand of the Apache Wars, leading her to imprisonment. Then, unfortunately, the other thing she couldn't see coming, tuberculosis, which took her life in 1889. If you ever have a sick feeling that you are on to something, trust your intuition and get rid of whatever it is the same way that you would an embarrassing lip abrasion as quickly as possible. You know, in life, there will be a time when the world's ways are against you. But here's the deal. The world can get to you only if you choose to be of this world. Now, I know what you're thinking. There he goes, talking about cheese heads again. For once, I'm not. 
what I'm saying is that you can either accept everything the way it is, allowing the world's current ways to win, or you can say, screw this, and find your own way putting necessary barriers behind you instead of letting them get the best of you. You'll have to leave behind self-doubt, failed routes, and even those people who aren't working out. Essentially, move beyond anything and everything that gets in your way. In Bessie Coleman's case, that impediment was an entire continent. In 1892, in a rural Texas town, Bessie became the tenth of 13 children born to opportunistic sharecroppers. Early on, life didn't seem too promising. It was composed of mostly farming, occasional schooling, and a lot of moving. Then at the age of 24, she overheard the stories of pilots returning from World War I peaking her own aerial ambitions. The problem? No flight school would accept her application. So what did Bessie do? She taught herself French and moved to France. There, she attended the Caldron Brothers School of Aviation and became the first ever African-American woman to earn her pilot's license. In 1922, she became the first ever African-American woman to pilot a commercial flight. But commercial flights were too boring for Bessie, so she became a stunt pilot, performing under the moniker Queen Bess, parachuting her way into the public eye and feats of brazen aviation. She drew crowds of thousands to her performances. Sadly, it was at one of these awe-inspiring performances that failed stunt took her life in 1926. But not before she effectively broke through all sorts of barriers during her brief 34 year here on this earth. Barriers are not impassable. If you can't get around them, do like Queen Bess did and fly over the top of them. Life enhancements don't always require large, grandiose actions. In fact, it's the small tweaks that can often lead to the most significant of things. Take, for example, brushing your teeth. It doesn't require much to fill your mouth with some bristles, but doing so will dramatically affect whether somebody is willing to kiss you. And a simple kiss can lead to so much more, like a relationship, everlasting love, or a cold sore. But no matter what, mighty or minuscule, the one thing that nearly all choices have in common is this. Other people will have questions. Humans love having opinions, either positive or negative. Your actions, and more importantly, your choices, will be especially questioned by those who believe they know better. Even when your choice seems like a relative no-brainer, because, well, common sense doesn't always prevail, and we as humans are always learning. In the 19th century, and pretty much every previous century, childbirth was an incredibly risky undertaking. Expectant mothers were susceptible to a variety of complications, including perpetual fever, 
aka childbed fever, a postpartum infection of the reproductive system due to less than sanitary birthing conditions. So, after seeing this happen time and time again in his own obstetrics practice, Dr. Ignaz Similawise decided to do something about it. The Hungarian-born surgeon, physician, and scientist proposed a radical new idea. Let's wash our hands before venturing into baby land. <laughs> Dr. Similawise simply suggested that Physicians use a sterilizing or bleaching agent on their hands prior to delivery. But his hand-washing hypothesis was met with extensive criticism from his peers and the scientific powers that be. Regardless, Dr. Semmelweis made the change in his own operations while working at the Vienna General Hospital in Austria. And despite a drastic reduction in infections and ultimately the mortality rates of his female patients, he was largely ostracized for the remainder of his medical career. So much so that in 1865, he was committed to a mental asylum by his former colleague where he was badly beaten by the guards upon arrival. Subsequently, Due to an unsanitary environment, he died 14 days later from an infection caused by the incident. He was only 47. Years later, Dr. Semmelweis's ideas were acknowledged and deemed necessary after the French chemist Louis Pasteur published his findings on germ theory, proving that, yeah, washing your hands is a good idea. So the next time you are in the process of suggesting something new, trying something new, or becoming someone new, remember that not everyone is going to get it, accept it, or support it. But that doesn't mean you are not doing the right thing. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes our podcast for today. Remember to trust your intuition. Trust your suggestions, and when life throws you a curve, just jump over the hurdle. You're going to be just fine. This is Jamie thanking you for listening, because the best day of my life is right here with you.